Welcome to Served Neat, hosted by your girl, Jen Hartman. I'm the CEO of Neat, a boutique PR and marketing agency based out of Louisville, Kentucky. I launched Neat in 2019 with just $3,000 in my bank account. Since then, I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of emerging brands and Fortune 500 empires. I believe that marketing and PR should be served neat, just like your favorite bourbon. On this podcast, you'll hear about the latest and greatest growth strategies, the ups and the downs of entrepreneurship, and so much more. Pour yourself a glass of your favorite bourbon because it's time to dive in to this week's episode. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Served Neat. At the time of this recording, my birthday is just a few days away. I'm going to be turning 29 years old. I am entering into my last year of my 20s. Let me just say, time flies. I wanted to take an episode to reflect and share 12 lessons I have learned over the last 12 months. This is going to be a mix of business and personal. It's hard to believe that exactly a year ago, I was at the lowest I had ever been in terms of mental health. Couldn't get out of bed, couldn't eat, couldn't sleep. And now I'm in the best mental health space I have ever been in my adult life. It's crazy what has happened in the last 12 months. I've seen the biggest transformation, not only in myself as an individual, but my business as well. If you're new around here, here's a quick recap of the last 12 months. Exactly a year ago, I was diagnosed with depression. I started taking my mental health journey much more seriously, and I also made some big girl business moves. We hired a team. I made my biggest hire ever, a COO. It's been great having another executive on the team, and I just love her. Nate hit its highest revenue month ever. I got married in October to the love of my life. I invented a product and secured a third LLC, and I ran a half marathon. I feel really confident. I feel beautiful. I feel smart and I feel content, but in a good way. Now that you guys got a recap of the last 12 months, let's dive into 12 lessons from the previous 12 months. Oh, by the way, I really wanted to do 29 lessons for my 29th, but I don't think anybody wants my voice and their ear holes for that amount of time. Number one, if you don't rest, your body will certainly do it for you. I had no idea how important rest was until about a year ago when I hit a wall. My body was whispering signs that I ignored. I was having panic attacks. I was exhausted. I was having brain fog and headaches. And I just ignored them. And I kept on working my little booty off. I was diagnosed with depression, but I wasn't sad. I was just exhausted from months of stress and debilitating anxiety because I never slowed down. So I have made rest a big priority in the last 12 months. Here are some ways that I rest even when work feels busy. Daily walks are a non-negotiable for me. I try my best to do it in the morning, but if not later in the day before bed, I will do 15 to 20 minutes around the neighborhood with my dog and just being out in the sunshine and moving my body. It's like an instant serotonin boost. I also get daily workouts in. They're not crazy long workouts, but anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes makes the biggest difference. I work with a trainer to create workouts for me. I typically will run or lift at the gym with one of my best friends so I can socialize and it's a great brain break from work. I know some of you might be thinking workouts are definitely not restorative, but for me, they are because it's 
a break from work. It's a distraction. It feels really good to move my body around. I also enjoy reading on the front porch with my favorite beverage and cuddling on the couch with my dog and partner at the end of the day. Scrolling on TikTok is also a downtime hobby of mine. And I enjoy going to the spa, love my facials and massages. Some of this might not work for you, but find ways to implement rest throughout your day, even if it's just a couple of minutes here and there. I promise your body will thank you. Lesson number two, you should not be the secret sauce of your business. I learned this the hard way last summer. Your business should be able to exist without you. Can your services be rendered without your presence? Can your business make sales without you getting on sales calls or showing your face on social media? If you answered no to the above, fix that. You can easily fix that with the right hires. Your business isn't sustainable if it lives and dies by you. I truly believe you should be able to go for a month-long laptop-free vacation while your business continues to grow and thrive. Number three, make decisions faster, much faster. I am all for weighing pros and cons for a few minutes and then making a dang decision. Even if it's the wrong decision, you're still going to be marching forward. When you fall off your bike and you break a bone, it grows back even stronger. So you're more resilient the next time around when you fall. It's the same thing with decision-making. When you make the wrong decision, you learn and then you don't make that mistake again. It's better to do it faster than to sit on the fence for an extended period of time. Four, having boundaries doesn't make you a bianch. And if you're not sure where to start, I recommend starting with things that annoy you or upset you or just straight up make you uncomfortable. For example, if you have clients who are blowing you up on Slack or Voxer at two in the morning on a Sunday and that frustrates you, your boundaries should be set office hours, nine to five, Monday through Friday, communicate it via a contract, your email, and even on client calls. Lesson five, fire slow, fire fast. I was given this advice years ago and I did not take it seriously until the last 12 months. We've done quite a bit of hiring over the last year. Our best hires have been thoroughly vetted, have had multiple interviews and met quite a few team members throughout the hiring process. And our worst hires were people who were inevitably let go, were hired quickly and into just a chaotic mess. Hiring slow and with intention will ensure that you get quality employees and you lessen your odds of having to let them go. When someone isn't a good fit, let them go fast. Keeping bad hires is a waste of your time, energy, and money, and it can bring the rest of your team down. You're also doing that person a disservice by keeping them on, knowing that they're not a good fit. Six, ask for feedback and implement said feedback. As a manager, you're constantly dishing out feedback. Leaders, however, are asking their team and clients for feedback. It helps you become a better version of yourself. Let your ego go and ask how you can do things better for the people around you. You're probably going to get a couple of responses that don't make you feel very good. That's only going to make you better in the long run. Lesson number seven, mo money, mo problems. Bigger problems, should I say. The more money Neat has made, the more hires we have made, and the more clients we've brought on, we're dealing with a lot more people. So naturally, more problems have popped up. And I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing, but it is a thing that no one has told me about. <laughs> Everybody online who has a successful business, they never talk about all the crap they have to deal with behind the scenes, but know that all of us deal with crap. 
eight, let team members mess up, let people make mistakes, let them find the answers themselves. Employees will never learn and grow if you're constantly jumping in to do things for them or providing answers. I joke and I say we work in ER, not the ER. So there's nothing that someone does that will be so detrimental that it cannot be repaired. Letting people make mistakes will help them become better employees. They're going to learn, they're going to grow, and they're going to grow at a faster rate than they would if you were micromanaging them or just doing the work yourself. Nine, stop attaching your worth as a person to your company's success. Just because you had a crappy day, week, or month doesn't mean you suck as a person. I used to tie all of my worth to the business and I don't do that anymore and I am much happier because of it. Number 10, pay special attention to ROR. I know a lot of people are looking at ROI, return on investment, but return on relationship is also important. For the last year, I've made a point to go back to networking. I was a serial networker pre-COVID, constantly taking people out to lunch, breakfast, drinks, whatever it may be, going to networking events. But during COVID, I'm not going to lie, I became such a house hermit. Start to notice which of your connections is bringing you the biggest return. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the form of clients, but it can be in the form of support, mentorship, media features, speaking opportunity. Make sure you are pouring back into that relationship. Give as much as you take. Who you know can make or break your business. Lesson 11, whatever you do, give it 100%. If you're spending time with your partner, be all there. Put down the dang phone. Be engaged in the conversation. If you're in a client meeting, take notes, ask questions, look engaged, turn your notifications off. If you go to get a workout in, fuel your body, drink water, get a good night of sleep the night before, turn notifications off, do all the reps, don't half-ass your workout. There are so many distractions that quickly take you out of the present moment. If you're not present and you're not giving it your all, you're only hurting yourself and the people around you. 12, last but not least, focus on you, not what business coach Bethany is doing. The comparison trap will kill your vibes and your business. I know it looks like everybody's making millions online by working five hours a week, but that's so far from reality. You truly have no idea how much somebody is making, working, or spending. People only show what they want to show online. Don't fall for it. I am really stoked about the last year of my 20s. There is a lot I'm working on, a lot coming up. I'm building out a physical product for Neat. Neat is actually expanding into creative services. I'm launching a new direct-to-consumer brand. And along with this, I am going to be launching a Kickstarter. It's in the pet space. And you guys know I'm obsessed with my dog, Bruin. So I'm really excited to have a product that my dog loves. I'm speaking at a couple of conferences, doing some traveling. It's going to be a really incredible year. And I'm so excited to take you guys along with me, the good, the bad, the ugly, all the things. If you guys love this episode, send us a DM, send me a DM on Instagram, neat.marketing. I hope you guys have a great week and I will catch you next Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Served Neat. I hope you enjoyed listening and found some tasty nuggets of marketing wisdom to help you take your brand to the next level. Remember, just like a perfectly crafted cocktail, marketing is all about finding the right balance and serving it up with a splash of creativity. So keep building, keep refining, and keep serving up your brand with style. And if you're thirsty for more insights, be sure to subscribe and join us for our next episode of Served Neat. Until then, cheers. Cheers.